shit. I, I used to. I mean, I don't think. I, maybe I've been straight edge once in my life when I was young, but you know, not not recently. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you say your name? Ely. Ely Cortez, and this is Pod Potatoes with Mark Selzer. <laughs> and Ely sings, has sung in various, I guess they're punk metal. Yeah, it's like, um, well, Six it was like th- like a thrash crossover type band, like a thrashy, like, you know, uh, like punky, thrashy stuff. Um, then it was a Mutilate, and Mutilate was like more like a grindy, like Grind crust. Core? Yeah, like more like a grindy, crusty, like Grind um, crust? hybrid. Grind crust metal? <laughs> yeah. Grind crust they all, metal They all have core. elements of metal in them, yeah. Black metal. Yeah, everything's, you know. Everything's a hybrid of everything else now. You know, Fuck, it just happened. Yeah, so many possibilities. That's why it's like with Rudy, rudimentary peni, and anti cymax and then various bands just doing. Yeah, you know your various stuff. things. Yeah, that's how I'm. That's how I fund my comedy, and my art nice. is to uh, sell my punk rock record collection, which is forty thousand punk rock records that I hoarded. When no one else wanted them and no one thought it was cool. Wow, really? That's crazy. Now everybody thinks it's cool. <laughs> yeah, everybody thinks it's cool and now I sell them. Shit. That's my kind of my retirement. I retired at about when I was 40 years old on my punk rock record collection. You retired at 40? Yep, I retired at 40 on my bad taste in music. <laughs> Everyone said, turn that shit off. They must have been like Why not you, in tune with uh, what's good out there. No, they're not. I would just decide, well, what's good, you know, and right. I would buy, and then I would buy things all the punks didn't think was cool, like Devo and weird <laughs> Garage Wave and all kinds of just strange experimental records and stuff like that. That's, that's crazy. I mean, experimental stuff. That's I mean, that's how we got what we have now. Is which right. is like um. You know, like a hybrid of things. Like yeah, punk rock was an experiment when the various people started turning up the fuzz box exactly. and making uh, noise and screaming and yelling yep. and experimenting with vocals. Doing as strong since the sixties. Yeah, there was heavy, heavy sigh like Blue Cheer. Have you ever heard Blue Cheer? Yes, I have. Fucking sixties, fucking garage. And that was like probably one of the first punk bands and then there was the sonics yes yes i know the sonics for sure and then there was a band called the music machine and oh. they had a hit song called talk 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 yeah which no. was punk rock and there's a hey. video for it you there can is. find on that guy youtube looks, and it's hey, amazing how old was that guy and he was that like video? goth and he was like in his they, 50s and he, he was, was. He goth he from looks like 50. the early the early eighties or that like nineties, huh? yeah, he was like old. He looked really old. Dude, he was freaking old in that but video. They were inventing punk rock, and yeah, I have this on my. Uh, hey, that guy knows what's up, though, man. <laughs> I mean, even though he died in like the six seventies or something. Yeah, he started to do just do stuff under his name, his own regular name. He wasn't the music what was machine his name anymore. Again? I don't remember what his name was, but, <laughs> you know, I listened to the other stuff by the music machine. It's not as good no. as Talk Talk. Like, Talk Talk was yeah, their Talk punkiest 
uh, record and that became a hit and they should have gone more in that direction. It's like Wild Thing by the Trogs, which is amazing, wow, but everything odd. else by the Trogs is kind yeah, of just trash. mediocre. That's how those bands in the 60s were. I mean, yeah. it was rare to find a band in the 60s garage punk band that um had more than two had, hits. Yeah, there were some. There was the Pretty Things, if you get a hold of the, yeah, the Pretty, pretty things. things. Yes, I know who they are. And the Kinks. And the early pretty things, and yeah, the later kinks. the pretty things too, when they had some, uh, when they had some, uh, they did some psychedelic records. as one something in San Francisco. Yeah, a lot of those bands they they went they went psychedelic, like the psyche trippy stuff, and then uh, and some of them didn't, and some of them went like B side, like the you know horrible, and nobody ever paid attention to them again. Yeah, what happened to the Trogs is they kept trying to they they tried to sell. That's what happened to Blue Cheer too. Yeah. they tried to sell out. Yeah, that's what happens to those bands. And they, they like that money, and they oh, yeah. like those groupies, and they just oh, decided... Yeah. We're like, oh, we're big rock stars. No, Let's try not. to be big rock stars, and it didn't work out but for hey, them. You know what's cool is that um, at least we'll have their memory in their one hit We wonder. have their one song? Man, yeah. you know, like Wild Thing is just so good. I guess they didn't write that. It was a folk song, and they took it and they interpreted it that way, and it was just brilliant for them. But none of their songs have that personality nah. that just that that's just there and that rawness and that humor. It's yeah. just it's just brilliant. It's just sad they couldn't do it. It's it's rare for bands that's to like have something really inventive and continue like the Rolling Stones or yeah. someone like that. They would right. just could just continue and come up with something, you know, interesting original and clever and now. original and take what was around then. And kind of make it, you know, a thing, and go and go in their own direction. Sometimes, mm-hmm. like when glam rock was around, the the Rolling Stones didn't really do glam rock. They in the early seventies, they started to do like reggae. They did some, they did some they good did. hard rock songs. There was uh, kind of fate. There was some good stuff there. Yeah. But then, uh, uh, rock kind of split between like pop and There's rock. More shit. And I, I was listening to like prog rock, like right, like uh, yeah, progressive rock, like ELP and uh, and Pink Floyd, and then I heard SOA, mm-hmm. Henry Rollins' old band, mm-hmm. and I thought, wow, this is really great. This is like prog rock, but instead of putting everything into rock music, you possibly can Renaissance and abstract noises and yeah. orchestras and. Every kind of music you can, and every kind of thing you can, adding it in, they're taking it out. Right. They're taking the music out of the music, so to speak, and in doing that, it adds lots of other stuff. So what are you doing there? Are you making a potion? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm actually doing a ritual, um, dressing a candle. I wish we could play some of your music. I don't know if I could pull it up. Yeah. On here. Bandcamp. Um, do you have Do you have a phone that's working right now, and then yes. we could play it? Yes, I do. Why don't we just Why don't we play a little of your music, um, maybe some of the new bands or some of the older bands you were in? I'm interested in that. And yeah. And then it'll just get picked up <laughs> by this microphone right here, and awesome. it will be It will be cool, and we can hear it. Yes, 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 yes. Hey, what are those guys doing outside anyway? Just I like, don't know. They're just a couple of losers with a broken down car, and their they, car just happened to break down out there and made you, which is, you know, evidently made you paranoid, which is good no, because you're... No, you know what's weird is that the, don't, sh- the only thing that's weird about it is just because it's like, this street is a dead end. Yeah. First of all, I'm talking about, none of these businesses aren't in business right now. <laughs> yeah, what are they doing there? Here in the first well, the, place. Like, they're weird. Not, they're not doing very much and going very far with a broken car. Right. 
you Uber. Know? Uber religious. They're going to have to Uber somewhere. <laughs> Before I bought my car, I was just buying, I was just taking Uber everywhere because I was Me like, too. man, Left. you know, it's just cheaper than owning a car, but after a while, I just decided, man, <laughs> I'm going to have to get a car. Right? So I it got all, one. It comes down to it because it gets expensive. Like, I just bought God. my car and I bought this thing to go with it so every possible thing that goes wrong with it will be fixed if <laughs> yeah. i'm in canada totally. anywhere in the united states or mexico i just have to call toyota and they'll come and get me and fix whatever's wrong with it but it's costing me some money but i would just you know like i had i bought the same thing with them but then the fuel pump went out in the car my god the car's only two years old what? how much would have that cost that would have cost me fifteen hundred dollars a fuel pump yeah a fuel <gasps> pump well, how so, does a fuel pump go out like... i don't know and a new car that's really yeah, weird that's strange. so it could have been because i kept letting the uh, battery wear down it could have been because i ratted out of gas a few times because I didn't have to worry about it because I could just call roadside assistance and they would come and give me more gas. Hey. So it could have been my abuse of the of the Your poor little car. Behavior. My so abusive, abusive behavior. My abusive car, behavior. Gets but it. it doesn't matter because it's all it's, covered by what, what I paid for. for. Yeah, that's what you paid for. And I'd rather pay for that than, you know, totally. They tow it wherever it needs to be towed. Right. And, and you're just it. like fucking. They even give fix me a it. hotel if I need one or a what? rental car. How much do you pay for that? Amount? That's a it's a lot. It's platinum. I'm it's paying like a like, thousand bucks. Like about a thousand bucks a year. But <gasps> how much is how much a, a month? how much? It's already I mean, it's already just paid in one lump sum. I already nice. paid it. I've already paid it off. Wow, smart man. So, you know, the fuel pump that would have already been fifteen hundred dollars or two thousand dollars already. And I would rather just have security just to know I can just take off with my car and drive anywhere. And I can go down to Mexico if I want, which I'm probably going to do during the pandemic because I'm so bored out of my mind. There's no comedy. I think I have a show next week. I have a show It's like in a car. It's like a car show. A car show? Yeah. There, but what about social distancing stuff? Well, that's inside of a car. The, the people, oh, you yeah. have, we have a, I think they, oh, they're doing they drive-ins. tune into it. Yeah. I think they tune in on their radio or <laughs> something like wow. that, or we have a big speaker. So what concert and is it? It's it's called Drive, Drive-By Comedy or something like that. Hmm. And it's, I'll send you the thing if you want. Yeah, for sure. And it's got Stephen Briggs on it and some other people. Mm-hmm. And, well, you know, it's it's another another show. I've done, you know, probably a thousand comedy shows at this point in my life. And now I realize, now I look at myself and realize I've got to get myself back into shape. And they closed the gyms. Yeah. And I was just looking oh, yeah. at pictures of myself doing comedy. I'm like, who the hell's that old fat guy? Yeah. And I, it's, it's just so traumatic. I'm like, man, I've got to get. But then they shut the gyms. So I'm like, fuck. Living. I know. It's like living on like living on a freaking, like, uh, this this pause now that the world's going through. And now the holidays. Yeah, I wish I wish the the businesses would all get together and sue them. Totally. For the the money. So anyway, play some some of the some of the bands that you're in. Like okay, the so I'm gonna play Gashed. Um, this is this is my current band, Gashed. Uh, we're you know we played a show like probably October. Oh, we played a show October 30th. We're gonna play one on New Year's Eve. Um, yeah. But uh, let's go ahead and play a Rose Colored Past. Um, let me go ahead and put this on. And enjoy, everybody!
Uh, it takes a little bit. <laughs> to loading? Yes, it is. It's going to play in uh, two shakes of a lamb's tail. Um, so this microphone picks everything up illegal. There we go. can find this on iTunes and stuff like that if anybody wants to download it. Yeah. Yes, we can. iTunes, um, Bandcamp, generally, um, freaking, uh, you can download it on, uh, even YouTube. I mean, the the whole album is on YouTube. Do you, you guys use DistroKid? Do you know what that is? You know what? They no, put it I've up on it. everything. So they put it up on Spotify, they put it up Fun. everywhere and everything. <gasps> I and need they to give get on you that. the money if you make any Nice. So, but Cute. you have to pay like forty bucks a year or something like that. That's I not just bad. Pay it. Dude, so that is so not bad. That's actually totally like doable. Your, your so that way your stuff is up on Amazon. Your like stuff's everything. on iTunes. Yeah, your stuff like, is on. You never know when people are gonna where people are gonna everywhere. Look. You never know where you're gonna find it. You yeah. know, or like where people are gonna look for it. Like whatever they're familiar with, which is different things for different people. I do some experimental music, and I have one satirical punk rock song called Bug Fight. Ooh, and nice. I, I put that out and you know it's just out there it's yeah. just out there getting very few downloads <laughs> but you know you never know so you I'm just going to keep doing it you I just know. keep going up you have to I keep, keep going it. up telling jokes writing jokes leaving your mark in the world and I'd love to do more music but I just started concentrating on just the stand up really? and stopped working with musicians it's so difficult to get I'm sure you know the frustration of getting, you know, three other losers to show up at the same time. 
I mean, you know yeah. what I've realized is that, uh, like, sometimes you just got to, like, let money talk. Like, you got to, like, I mean, losers will show up if you give them gas money. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and it's just all a matter of, like, just, you know, whether they want to they wanna take up the position or not. And if they do, you know, usually they will if there's, like, at least 20 bucks of gas money involved. Right. Some people don't even, like, really expect too much, you know, anyway. So, like, that's kind of cool. And so, you know, like, because, I mean, honestly, like, having a band and, like, being in a permanent band where, like, you're best friends forever, it's like an illusion. It's like, it doesn't exist. It's like, if you're an artist and you're a musician, you're going to do art and music no matter what. Right. That's, you know, I mean, like, I wrote everything in my, in, in the demo and for Gashed, I write everything. Guitar, mm-hmm. vocals, you know, uh, lyrics, bass, drums even. Like, you know, I do it all, you know what I mean? And, like, I just... You know, I just I just get, you know, my friends to, to fill in for me. When one friend can't make it, hey, I have another friend who can make it. You, you know have to I mean? have somebody else fill in. Yeah, no, it's very difficult to get I, people. I always tell people, then... I'm not looking for a permanent um, band. Like, I'm not looking for people that are permanent. Like, say, right. well, you're my permanent guitar player. No, it's like, when you're not available, hey, I'm going to sub you. Yeah, well, you have to. The you just have to, to do forward. it. That's you what know? I like about stand-up comedy is it's just me. And a microphone. Yeah. And that's it. And if when I get to the comedy show, if they don't have a microphone and a sound system, I have one in my car. So <laughs> what? Yeah, and I exactly. set it up. Yep. It's the one prop. It just makes it so easier. Simple. Yeah. And you, you I love that about else. it. That's important. As long as you have your own ambition, you rely on yourself. Nobody else can tell you anything. Yeah, I thought, I was just thought, well, one of these days I do a comedy show, and then you could just have you, like, play, like, a song in between the comics. I'm down. And that would be a lot of fun. A lot of the comics, for some strange reason, all the comics have these really mainstream ideas Mm -hmm. in music, and they all listen to just really... Top 40 kind of stuff. And I'm just like, man, these people need some more diverse influences in their life. Totally. They don't even know. know. They're not even living life. So they need something, but they're not. It's not really happening. It's not happening for them, you know? Yeah. They need to get some other kind of. Some other things. Some some other inspiration. So I try to do the punk rock song of the day on my. on my Facebook page, and some other people say, oh, hey, and some people come up and start talking to me about it. Sometimes I get discouraged and don't do it, but I get people come up to me and talk to me about it, and what I, you know, the songs that I had on there. So I'm like, okay, people are listening. I'll continue Crazy, to nice. do this. That'll be, this will be fun. That's awesome. Hell yeah. So I, what do you do for fun usually, like on a Friday night? Like I this? just do. I podcast or comedy. Tomorrow I'm doing a comedy show, and but there's every all comedy is getting canceled and killed in L.A. Yeah. So I'm that. going to, you know, I don't know. I'd love to go to another country and hang out, but they all have these COVID restrictions. It's crazy, huh? I want to go to to Thailand, and because when you go there, your money gets quadrupled. No way. So if you have a hundred dollars, it becomes four hundred dollars. What? Yeah, it's, it's really fun. So you could you can stay in a hotel, a nice hotel by the beach, for, for like, like twenty five dollars wow. a day, or and 
You can order Let's room service. It's like a few bucks. Let's live there. I would like to. I'm thinking of just forgetting about comedy and forgetting going. Forgetting about LA. Living in Thailand, I have to have someone else run my business, and that would be if I could work that out. That would be good. But in the meantime, solely. as soon as they open, I'll Thailand. just go there like three, four times a year. My broadcast has to go to Thailand. Then you order room service, and nice. it's like a few bucks. You have them wash your clothes. Room service is not it's bad. It's a few bucks. I love room service. And. Everything's just a few bucks. You go to the nicest restaurants, a few dollars. You go to a zoo, you can feed a rhinoceros and pet a lion. You can actually touch a lion. That's so beautiful. And it's, they're just like, now they're having these huge protests. And uh, they actually even shot some of the protesters and it just made the protests worse. Because the people of Thailand, they're very tough. They're just like, oh, you're going to shoot us? Well, we'll get even madder and just come there. Go ahead, shoot me. So they have these, they have every day, they have protests over there. And Why? I just what stay away with it. I guess, well, they have a king. Like oh. when I went to go see kickboxing, Gross. I went to go see Muay Thai kickboxing there. And you have to stand up and they show a picture of the king and you all have to stand up. And, uh, Annoying. And they love the king. And if you drop the uh, the dollar bill, the, the money, it has a picture of the king on it. You have to make sure not to step on it. And just pick it up. Oh my god! And it's like, okay, That's I'm terrible. I'm I'm down. Whatever you guys are doing, I'm I'm cool with it. it sounds awful. But it's just such a fun, strange, Country. weird place that I just love being there. So it's awesome. I would love to be there, but they they blocked it all off. And I don't know what we're doing with COVID. We need to isolate our elderly people. Yeah. And that's it. Pretty much. You know? Yeah. So how did you get into singing? What was your um, impetus? I mean, I've been singing since I was pretty much born. I mean, like, I when I was a little kid, I used to, like, always, you know, perform for all my parents' guests and stuff whenever they had guests over. And I was always singing. Like, I don't know what it is. I just, I, for as long as I can remember, I was, I've been singing. I used to be a part of the core in my, in my elementary school and middle school, high school, what have you. I've always participated in music. Uh, my mom was very strict, so, like, she didn't let me go out when I was in high school because she got pregnant at 14. Uh-huh. Yeah, so she kept me at home a lot, like, under uh, strict strict, uh, strict supervision, almost like, almost, she was like a dictator, almost. And um, so because of that reason, I mean, which I thank her for now, you know, because, I mean, had I had I been raised any other way, then I would have probably been not who I am now, you know, obviously. And, and she... Um, she had very strict rules. Like she wouldn't let me go out at all, ever. And um, she had me on lockdown all the time. So, like, you know, I just got a guitar and stuff. And I started playing music, um, learning how to play music when I was young. And then I was in my first band when I was, like, um, 18, 19. What kind of music was it? What year was that? Um, not, not that long ago, actually. It was only, like, five years ago. But um, punk music as well. Uh-huh. Like, but it was, like, a school band. Like like a like a band where we would play a ta- the talent show. Like, right. We played gigs sometimes. Um, and then, you know, obviously, like, all bands that broke up. And I moved on to other bands like CXA. Um, and then after CXA, um, CXA went on for, like, about two years. Maybe a good two, two to almost three years. Uh, maybe three. I want to say three years. Um, but I'm not sure. Um, and then uh, we did that for a long time. And then we had a falling out. And, of course, like all bands, we broke up. And um, then I moved on to Mutilate. And then, you know, and then so on and so forth. And then um, and then now I'm getting Gashed, which is the band that I started on my own after Mutilate. Um, so let's, let's try to play a song from this first band. CXA? CXA. 
Let's see if we can play a CXA song. Of course. I have one right for you. So how are the different bands, how are these different bands different? They're just they're just different styles of of hardcore. And they're only different because they're only slightly different. Metalcore. They're only slightly different. Um, dark metal, not really dark metal. Like black metal-ish. I mean, black there's metal. black metal influence, but I mean, I wouldn't call it like black metal. Um, but I mean, there are influences of all kinds of music. I don't really, I mean, CXA was its own machine, so I really don't know what exactly to categorize it as. I mean, I guess everybody else is the judge of that, like not me. Um, right. Yeah, like, let me see. Um, okay, so um, I'm going to go ahead and play a song here. Uh, it's called Pudrete. Uh, it's in Spanish. Cool. All right. some of the other bands you would play with at the time i saw some flyers and it would say some other bands hmm um we would play with all kinds of bands i mean i have flyers like i mean i've played with pretty much almost all the bands in the underground scene in la like right i play with a lot of people like fuck like it's I mean, I can't even begin to wrap my head around. Like, I mean, CXA had such a crazy roller coaster of a, of a time because, like, we were playing every single weekend. I would never turn. My motto was never turn down a show. Doesn't right. matter what show it is, who's playing, who's not playing. We say yes to every show. So, I mean, if you could only imagine what kind of adventures we were getting into. Well, I should have had you come and play because, you know, I had the. Uh, I'm still got that attitude. I, I had the velvet margarita, and then Ooh. I had the, had a big stage at the uh, at Bordner's. 
You know, in the back of Bordner's, they have that big stage. Yes, yes. And they have, I think, mostly goth bands play there. So I should have had you, I like, actually, come in and, and just do some stuff in between the comics. Yeah. That would have been fun. That would have been chill. The yeah. Bordner's, the Bordner show, when I get another place, if they ever open L.A. up again, we'll do it. But the Bordner's was wonderful, but... I had a pretty big crowd at Bordner's, but then two comedy shows opened up next to me, mm. and everyone's always very, very much hipper than I am. I'm never, I'm never in the hip crowd. So the other, the other two shows were hipper than me. I had the, uh, the comedy Chew open up practically across the street, and then I had uh, the other place that was at the, oh God, the Dojo, the Dojo comedy. Mm. So they like cut my crowd down to about a third, and that was sad. But I'm gonna start again. We'll see what happens. Then I got hired doing pretty much the same thing by with somebody else. But that's the way it is with comedy. You just yeah, that's the way life works. Just go and do it. You have to do it. You know. So I just every like tomorrow I got a flyer today. I don't even ask. They didn't even ask me if I wanted to do it. They just put me and sent me a flyer. With my picture out, I'm like, okay, I'll go do it. But things are so dead. I wish I could just go travel right now. Just what a what a mess they've turned in. There's going to be like a million homeless people in Los Angeles coming up here pretty soon. Yeah. Because of all the businesses they've shut down, no, no one way. has a job. Dang. So I mean, what are they going to do then? You know. This karma. I mean, this is the year of karma. Um, Saturn is in Jupiter. Uh, Jupiter's the, the the planet of justice, and um, Saturn is the planet of karma. So, I mean, if anybody's you know ever looked down on anyone, this is the year where uh, we're gonna face uh, the shit literally hitting the fan. So, I mean, I'm not too worried about it because I mean, I like as you can tell, I live in an RV, a motorhome, so it's like. I was already preparing for this years ago. Um, uh -huh. You know, I had a job that I hated, and I, I I remember being so depressed and stressed out that I was like, "Wow, like, I fucking I, I can't believe this." Like, I, I I I think about a song, a song comes to me into my head, I get a a, a swift uh, wind of inspiration, and then and then I can't do it because I'm stuck between four walls in an office job taking calls all day, speaking to people that are desperate for money um, because I was doing an online loan um, company um, that I was hired uh, in Koreatown at the time. And I was like, this is this really my life? Like, is this really what I want to spend my early 20s on? Like, <laughs> I really don't think this is the plan that I would, like, when I die, like, and somebody says, oh, you know, like, speaks in my, under my name and says, oh, you know, uh, Ely, you know, this is what she accomplished. Oh, wait, she didn't accomplish anything. She, she was working at an office job for all her life. Like, you know, like, back and forth, you know, like, waking up, doing the same routine. And I was just so, I dread routine. Like, that's one of the things I just in my life that I was like, you know what? Like, I, I one day I, I was just like, you know what? Fuck this job. Like, I want to be in the park, you know, enjoying the sunshine, enjoying the, the blue sky, like, smoking a joint, you know, and fucking with my shoes off, not giving a shit. Even if I'm broke, you know, it, it, it doesn't matter. Money can't replace happiness, you know? Like, and honestly, like, I, I learned that, like, you know, pretty early in my life. Like, I mean, a lot of people take their whole lives to learn this, which is insane because I'm like, wow, like, after doing the same thing for fucking three years, I was like, no way is this going to be my life. Like, this is not the way I pictured my life to end up like, you know what I mean?
what I mean? Like, I I don't picture Ely the office worker. I, I picture, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I picture Ely the free spirit, the person that's fucking, run, like, doesn't have a set place as far as, land. like, I can land anywhere with my RV, like, me and my RV, that's it. That's all I need. Like, you know, I don't need to have a job. Like, I mean, I mean, yeah, okay, if you want to put food on the table, sure. But, I mean, honestly... I mean, yeah, like, if you have a family or, like, if you're, like, married with a bunch of kids. But for me, I don't, I'm not any of that. So, I'm for me, I'm just like, you know what? Fuck this. Like, I don't need to do this. Nobody's obligating me to do this. I'm obligating myself. So, you know, I was tired of waking up at 4 in the morning and taking the bus every day to the, to downtown Koreatown and freaking getting off the bus and, you know, getting yelled at if I'm one minute late. Like, fuck that. You know, I'm good. So, I was just like, you know what? I need a change of pace. So, I got this RV, I, you know, from a friend, uh, and her name was Rebecca, or is Rebecca, actually, but, um, she's cool, um, she's another, you know, hippie, um, you know, she's free-spirited person, too, um, older than me, but, um, she was cool, and, um, she sold me the RV because, um, she thought Armageddon was gonna hit us on September uh-huh. 26th, <laughs> um, 2014 and so she was like Armageddon's gonna hit us where this is gonna be the end of the world so I'm gonna take off in my RV with my pets and I'm gonna go to Oregon and I'm like so Oregon's not gonna get affected by this okay yeah it's, yeah. Not, it's not gonna happen in Oregon except Oregon oh, the yeah. world's gonna end except Oregon and this was a person she was a person that she literally had a bedroom full of paperwork up to the roof up to the uh-huh. ceiling so um yeah like she was a hoarder like uh, and she had like 10 cats and 10 dogs so um she realized you know what i don't me and my dogs do not fit in with all my stuff in this rv this rv is like a one bedroom studio like you know and i'm like well, i'll take it you know what i mean and i was like you know and then i started my plan i was like i'm gonna get an rv and i'm gonna quit this fucking job and i'm gonna get on freaking food stamps and i'm just gonna live my life and make music and freaking play gigs like that's it that's my that's gonna be my life like that's what i want because i was getting migraines every day i was starting to get sick often like all the stress you know stress mm-hmm. stress is linked to cancer you know what i'm saying so it's like it's like okay it comes down to do i really want to spend the rest of my life doing this in a job i hate being miserable freaking living a routine when i'm literally missing out on life outside and yeah i'm gonna be broke but you know what like it's so worth it like it's just it's just worth it because it's like my happiness i mean i go weeks without getting mad i go weeks without (laughs) without getting stressed out and like socking a wall or i mean punching a wall socking is another word for sock um punching but um so I was like, yeah, you know what? I mean, I think I'm gonna do that. And I just quit my job one day, and I was like, fuck it, I have no regrets. And um, this was back in 2015, 2016 ish. So I was like, you know what? Like I quit, you know. And then that was the happiest day of my life. I remember being so happy, skipping out of the freaking office, like, cause I was like, okay, that was a type of job where like I worked for Koreans, and then uh, like not not saying that like I mean I have friends that are Korean, you know, and they're cool as, as shit, and they're like freaking so carefree and awesome people. But like this this boss that I had, like he was he, him and along with another couple of colleagues of his, I don't know where they came from. Um, they actually got shut down and they got a class action lawsuit, which I got three hundred bucks for, which is cool. I got I got it mailed, but they wouldn't let us take any breaks. Like we had to eat our lunch on our desk while working, and I was like, I'm pretty sure that this is illegal, but whatever. I need this job. And I, that's what I thought at the time, but I didn't really need it, you know. It was just funny, and so, um, and so like um, I was there, and um, yeah, like uh, they wouldn't let us take breaks, and I was at my third write up, like like that was the type of job where like 
if you get three write-ups, that's that's it. Like you get fired forever, and like and you never can come back, and and blah 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 because you were late and life happened to you like three times. Like okay, wow. So life happens. Like what if you have an emergency and you can't freaking come in, and or you gotta come in late, like because you need the money, but you have life-threatening emergency. Like you're just gonna freaking give me a write-up, like because it's three strikes you're out. No no excuses. No no nothing. So it's like wow. And I I was at that job for like what like a couple years, which is amazing because the freaking the revenue like. I mean, the people that were coming in and out of that place was ridiculous. So then, so um, I was like, you know, like on my third write-up, and I was like, you know, and I, it came to the point where I'd rather be absent and do a fake doctor's note than freaking go to work because even though I needed the money because, like, they would not accept my tardiness. It's crazy. So it's like a crazy system that they had, whatever. They, they're gone now, thank goodness. But um, so I was just like, you know what? I, I was so happy when I quit. So I went to the park right after that and, you know, drank some coffee, um, you know, smoked a joint. This was just all I ever wanted for like freaking three, two, three years or something. So, you know, and then I moved into Betty. Betty's the RV. Like um, that, that was her name when they sold it to me. Like the title literally, literally says Betty on it, which is funny because the RV has its own name. And it's such it's a care it's such a character like I mean she's like a muscle car um like she drives like a muscle car she basically she has a 454 engine she's pretty awesome um it's been my home for like six years almost or like yeah we're going on four or five years or something like that six maybe six years I don't know I'm bad with numbers I'm just I'm like dyslexic so yeah so I'm I'm bad with numbers I'm only good at making good music that's what God put me on this <laughs> earth for is to make good music for people and you know spread a message because honestly um I don't really talk about love or any of that that mundane stuff like I talk about like a lot of spirituality and like social issues and like how people you know like basically my situation that I used to live before I was so like there was a point where I was very materialistic and I I needed a job you know I I was like, I was with my boyfriend that I've had been with since I was like born pretty much because we were together all high school. And like he was, it was just like we were unhappy, like we were like living a routine. I was, I literally would go to my mom's house and cry and be like, oh, I, I, this is my life. Like, and I'm only like 19 going on 20. Like what, what's going on here? Like, why am I living this life? This is the life of a 50 year old. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm married basically. Like, you know, cause I was living with him. And we had an apartment and all this stuff, and and it was nice in the beginning. It was like, oh, wow, look at me. Like, I'm doing big things. I have all everything. You know, I have, you know, materials. Like, really? What are materials? Materials, they're nothing. They're just materials. They're not going to love you back. They're not going to give you anything. They're just materials. They're possessions, things that are there. Like, literally, they're just there. You know, and like is this like really like and then one day I dropped acid and I was like and I realized like what the fuck am I doing like I have to wear matching dresses with matching shoes with matching my Lexus that I drive to my car every day like to my job every day like freaking my car every day I was like <laughs> drive to my car no but I mean yeah like my Lexus that I was driving at the time you know I made sure my nails were always nice and I'm like you know what like one day I woke up and I was like what am I doing like I can walk away from literally all these situations and freaking live my life the way I want to live it the way I think a legend will live it like I'm a legend like I'm not a freaking and my music will forever live on I'm leaving my imprint in this earth and that's my only purpose like I don't care about getting rich I don't care about a le- like uh, a money material legacy like come on like really we're better than that like we're humans we we need to acknowledge the fact that we're here experiencing something that's uh, whatever this is I mean I don't know what it is you know what I mean does anybody really know like you know scientists will tell you hey I don't know where we came from I don't know why we're here 
You know, any scientist will tell you we they don't know what our purpose on Earth is. Like, so why not just your purpose be what you want? Like, what you want to experience on this experience that we're experiencing. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. it's that's the way everybody should live their life. But instead, we get clouded, our minds get polluted. You know, with like the society's um you know a uh, set of uh, ideas that we're supposed to live by and it's just like really funny you know but it's like hey i respect life and i respect humans and i respect whatever it is people believe in that's their own thing right like me like people respect me enough to let me believe in what i want to believe in and i respect them enough to do the same you know so yeah like um and so here i am you know in an rv um and uh you know what i mean and i'm 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 okay you know like i i live very minimally I'm a, i mean as you can tell i'm a pr- pretty pretty much a primitive or a primitivist or whatever the fuck <laughs> it's called yeah so i'm just like you know like yeah you know it's it's like materials are not important to me like i just really want to find what it is i i my purpose is in myself which is pretty much something i already found you know which is music i mean i there's no other feeling like being in a studio and recording a song there's no other feeling like putting your um your your energies your vibrations that you express while you're feeling a certain way or while you want to say something in a way other than with words like it's crazy like you know communicating in musically like there's so many ways of communication that do not involve the english language or like words or or letters or numbers like there's so many other ways of communicating like but humans like a lot of people we don't like we go you know we're so clouded with them the media what they feed us so it's like we really a lot of us don't even know that we can communicate without words like you know like i mean some people do but i mean there's so many other ways besides just like body language you know there's 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 musical ways there's um there's so many other ways it's just it's crazy like i mean and if you expand your mind that much like you'll realize hey there's communication all over the planet like the planet's literally talking to us like the animals are literally communicating with us like it's just you need to pay attention and know that there's other ways of communication and be open-minded like and that's just it's, it's life there's more than just humans out there like there's animals there's the nature you know what i mean like there's there's water there's fire there's it's all uh, energies like you know what i mean like it's it's crazy like mm-hmm. and you only realize that if you're like literally like freeing yourself from like all these chains of society and like life like and that's what i talk about in most and actually like almost every song that i have like um i mean i really don't talk about love or anything like that like people do ask me like oh hey when are you gonna make a love song and i'm just like i mean yeah i believe in love but i mean is that the most important thing that we really need to be communicating right now i mean there it is one of them but i don't think it's everything like i mean there's so much more to communicate out there that like people need to open their eyes in a lot of senses like you know not just you know oh hey open your eyes you know oh, yeah i do agree with open your eyes from what the media feeds you i do agree and open your eyes from what the government feeds us but i mean there's other ways of opening your eyes too like you know like not just those and so I do talk about a lot of stuff like that, and um, yeah, I'm, a lot of the songs are in Spanish. I mean, I think that that a couple of songs are in English, but I mean, for Gashed at least, and um, like CXA, for example, like, we had Spanish songs, but like we didn't, we have most of them were in English. But this band is 
for me it's like so cool because it's like okay like i'm gonna finally use a band that i wanted to speak spanish in like because I, i spanish was my first language i'm first generation mm-hmm. um immigrant like i'm not immigrant myself like i was born here in torrance actually and um my mother came here like you know before i was born so um you know she you know she only knew spanish and like she and she's actually a real a hardcore person because like she literally went from absolutely coming here with absolutely nothing not even papers to working at the usps u.s postal service um and then working um as a cna and then working as an rn so it's pretty chill because it's like you know she was a big motivational person in my life but she was also very strict and scary and um you know and she only spoke spanish so then i learned how to speak spanish first and actually i went to school only knowing Spanish when I first started school so I learned English in school and um yeah like I'm very fluent in Spanish I know how to read it write it spell it out whatever but um yeah like this is a band that I was like oh finally I get to do like Spanish stuff and I'll have English songs too but I literally wanted to make it more Spanish than English you know mm-hmm. so yeah it was, it was, it was, it was a treat it is it still is a treat actually you ever heard La Polo Records yeah, I have. I've heard of them. They sing in Spanish and also the Basque language. But, you know, I had a similar experience when I was in my 20s uh, with my job. I was very suicidal then. Yeah. And uh, I was working a construction job, and it was just horrible. And I was just like, uh, I wanted to die already. Terrible. And working the yeah. construction working job sun. made me want to die even more. It's and terrible. I was just like, man, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to kill myself. And uh, I had a motorcycle, and I kept trying to crash my motorcycle, and I almost succeeded oh. in killing myself. Wow. And I got fired from my my job because they saw my mohawk. I used to leave a... Oh, God. I used to put a hat over it. Jeez. And then I got... They saw my mohawk one day, or does one employee saw my <laughs> mohawk and hater. told my boss, ratted me out to my boss who fired me because I had a mohawk. God. And, uh, How stupid. So it was luckily I got fired, and then I went to art school and got away from my family and, and figured out there were some reasons to live right. here and there. You, you don't know? realize that until you're free from all restraints of life. So, and then I started my own business because I knew that I couldn't couldn't get up. You know, I had this job, and I wouldn't sleep at night, and I'd have to be there at at 8 in the morning and I would go home and I couldn't sleep all night and then I'd be trying to do my job on no sleep because my sleep Terrible. never conforms to you know how it's supposed to be yeah. so I knew I had to start my own job which so I did start my own job which was being a, a punk rock record dealer nice and I did that and I did have some other jobs doing uh, just helping people uh, in an art school to make their art, to uh, how to construct it, mm-hmm. you know, the physical aspects of it and what tools they're going to need and things like that. Right. And I, I did that and I enjoyed that. And then uh, basically just became a, a rare record dealer. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did. And it kind of it's kind of saved me from like nine to five because otherwise I would have killed myself. Yeah, I'm not in danger of killing myself now, but right. but uh, then I was very mm-hmm. suicidal and actually actively trying to kill myself. That was in my twenties. Cool. By the thirties, I I come out of it. 
So life hopefully it won't come people back. It, life is beautiful. People just make it like difficult, you know. People make it difficult. Then I then a couple of years ago I I died twice in one day already, mm. and I decided that I wanted to live. Wow. And I didn't give up and got yeah. out of the hospital. Right. Which is good. Right. Yep. So let's play a little of this. Uh, you, we played some. The first band was CXA. The second band is... The first band was Gash. Then the second Gash, band was CXA. Yeah. CXA. And then <laughs> Mutilate was the other band. Yes, they did. Let's play some Mutilate. Sounds groovy. Um, let me go ahead and... Uh, is this mine or yours? No, that's mine. Oops. I think yours is right... Is yours he, is around here somewhere. Hopefully they can hear it on the... Uh, yeah, hopefully. Shoot. Where is it? Um... Here we are. We lost the fun. Yeah, we got carried away here. What the hell? Okay, cool. Yeah, let's go ahead and uh, listen to some of that. Hold on. Give me one second. Now everyone's legacy mm. of everything they've done is online. Yeah. You know, everything that everyone's done is online. The government even has a giant supercomputer in which mm -hmm. it keeps all of your emails and all of your phone calls and all your communications. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Well, that's what uh, that's what Snowden found out about. They're hoping that Trump is going to pardon Snowden and Assange. We shall see. Mm. Before, if he leaves office this time, we shall see what happens. He's still in court. But... They're hoping he will. He's made some noises that he might. Oh, yeah. But they... It used to be Alex Jones was, like, coming out with these conspiracy theories that the government was keeping all of your phone, all of your phone calls and your emails mm -hmm. in a giant supercomputer. And everyone said, put your, put your uh, tinfoil hat back on there, Alex Jones. And then Edward Snowden came out, and we found out that it was even much worse... Anything Alex Jones had been telling us. Hmm. So, Fuck it. this like some people like Alex Jones, some people don't, but there's definitely room for him out there. You know. Right. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I, I don't keep up with that stuff. As you can see, I don't even have a TV. So. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I I can't help you there. Well, you have the internet. You have the internet on your phone. I really don't use it that much because I don't really have a charging station here. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to get solar in my camper van when I buy it. I'm gonna have to get a solar, do that, and then have a yep. generator, of course. Yeah, you just gotta be careful where you park that thing because um, people hear a generator, they're gonna target your RV and then they're gonna break in when you're really? not there. Oh yeah, that's why I don't have one. Oh really? Uh, yep. 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 How do you know where to park it? <laughs> it, it I mean, wherever you park, it's the same risk. There's uh -huh. people that are going to be willing, especially where we're going now with this uh, pandemic thing. People are going to be more desperate yeah, for money. So it's going to be like... Believe me, there's going to be home invasions. And like home invasions equal RVs invasions as well. Yep. So you got to also keep that in mind. Like me, I, I like as you can see, I'm primitive. I First of all, I'm broke. Uh, second of all, I'm primitive. So I don't really keep anything of value in this RV. Like all my... I have seven guitars. My guitars are all at other people's houses. Like I am not... I'm about to leave them in other people's... My friends' houses other than freaking having it here, having them yeah. all seven guitars here and risk being targeted and freaking, um, you know, like um, at the end of the day, I'm getting... Looking, looking at all the RVs that are around here, I can't imagine you would be looking at them going, 
Yeah, there's valuable stuff in there. If you see lights on, if you see lights on, that means they have a generator. Uh huh. People know what lights look like. Really? Oh yeah. If you see lights on, if you see somebody with candles like myself here, then they're gonna be like, well, they obviously don't have a generator. And also, generators make noise. Yeah. You're a target because they make noise. Okay, let me go ahead and play this. this is a song called Niña de Oro. It's in, actually in Spanish. It's by uh, Mutilate. Okay. Let's hear it. It's loading. Let me play. Let, let, let me let me play. Let me let me play. So, so where can people find you online? Bandcamp, Bandcamp, YouTube. I got YouTube. I got Bandcamp, yo. I got freaking. I got Spotify. No, no, Spotify. No, actually, I don't have Spotify. Uh, Reverb Nation and uh, some other uh, SoundCloud. SoundCloud. So go to Bandcamp and buy it so that you can. So they can support you. Go to Bandcamp and buy it. Go to Bandcamp. So you can support her and uh, either buy any of her bands. CXA. Motherfucking all my bands. Mutilated. The other band is called what? This is Mutilate. Okay, this is Mutilate. Okay, go ahead and play another song. If you really like to know, Mr. Rogers, if you'd really like to know precisely why I am so dead tired, you ought to try coming to work on the subway at 7.30 every morning, then jamming into an elevator like part of a herd of cattle, then working in that, in that cacophonous din that you call an office. Always get jostled, always get shoved, always get... Pushed around. Take hold of yourself, Beechcroft. For goodness sakes, man, take hold. I'll take hold, Mr. Rogers. I'll take hold.
take hold when I can achieve that millennium, that absolute perfection that comes with solitude. You read me, Mr. Rogers? People, people, people. If I had my way, here's how I'd fix the universe. I'd eliminate the people. I mean, cross them off, get rid of them, destroy them, decimate them. And there'd only be one man left, me, Archibald Beechcroft Esquire. Why, you are quite mad, Beechcroft. Do you know that? People. All right, so that was Mutilate. That was Mutilate. And so what is the name of the other band that Us. you have now? It's called... Gashed. Gashed. I'm going to give you a tape, a cassette tape um, right now. Um, okay. So if you so find her and download her music and hopefully Please, they'll give you they'll give you some money and if you wish to you like what I'm doing you like to support what I'm doing Shit, you can anything, PayPal anything me helps. at Mark M A R K Selzer S E L Z E R at S B C Global dot net or you can go and buy and download uh, some of my recordings some of my comedy and some of my music on Amazon. So, thank you very much. This has been Pod Potatoes with... Gashed. Ely Cortez from Gashed. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you, Mark. Bye-bye.